This morning we're going to read a passage from Hebrews chapter 4, and I want you to pay attention to the words the author uses to connect our relationship with Jesus to the Sabbath. Therefore, since the promise to enter his rest remains, let us beware that none of you be found to have fallen short. For we also have received the good news just as they did, but the message they heard did not benefit them, since they were not united with those who heard it in faith. For we who have believed entered the rest, in keeping what he said. So I swore in my anger they will not enter my rest, even though his works have been finished since the foundation of the world. For somewhere he has spoken about the seventh day in this way, and on the seventh day God rested from all his works. Again in that passage he says, They will never enter my rest. Therefore, since it remains for some to enter it, and those who formerly received the good news did not enter because of disobedience, he again specifies a certain day today. He specified this speaking through David after such a long time. Today, if you hear my voice, do not harden your hearts. For if Joshua had given them rest, God would not have spoken again about a later day. Therefore, a Sabbath rest remains for God's people. For the person who has entered his rest has rested from his own works, just as God did from his. Let us then make every effort to enter that rest, so that no one will fall into the same pattern of disobedience. Hebrews 4, 1 through 11. What were some words you heard repetitively when you heard that passage read? describing what real Sabbath is for the believer. I heard two main key themes through the passage, rest from effort and good news. This is the very crossroads where religion and relationship split ways. Religion sees the Sabbath as rules to follow or even advice given to us by God, that if we keep it, he'll be more pleased with our lives. Our relationship with Jesus goes in a completely different direction. The gospel is not advice, it's news, really, really good news. The gospel does not give me a list of rules to follow, but freedom and life, abundant life, the best life. So the Sabbath lands different to a person in relationship with Jesus than it does for a person who's walking in the bonds of religion. Just like I'm always standing on the edge of the cliff of sin, ready to ruin my life, I'm also standing on the edge of a cliff of religion, ready to stifle my relationship with Jesus. This is why Jesus was able to heal on the Sabbath. It was why Jesus allowed his disciples to eat on the Sabbath. Because healing and filling are two of the most important things Sabbath was meant to provide for the people of God. The other key is rest from effort. This absolutely does not mean laziness. It means the very opposite. That the other times in my life I would be living my life for the kingdom, understanding that I'd be dealing with brokenness, attacks from the enemy, my own sin, and at the end of the week, I would need time where I rested with Jesus and he provided healing and feeling for my soul. Walking with Jesus in relationship means that I can rest from trying to make God happy and know that God is happy with me because I'm resting in the righteousness of his son. Today, take a piece of paper and make two columns. On one column, write at the top, things I can control. At the top of the other column, write, things only God can do. Over the next 24 to 48 hours, fill those columns up with the appropriate answers. As we think through our list, hopefully we will see that we have very real limits to the things we can do, but Jesus has none. I think that is really great news. Because of Jesus, we can have real Sabbath all the time.
He is our Sabbath, and He is our Jubilee.